Welcome back to the Saved and Savage podcast, where we try to inspire people of faith to live outside the norm. Today's guest is Tom Poey. He's an accomplished kickboxing champ and an established kickboxing coach. We're going to be talking about sidekicks, liver shots, and the truth that God is still in the miracle business. This is the Saved and Savage podcast. Do you have it on like, uh, I know you have Spotify. Spotify, Apple. Okay. Do you do any Google. YouTube stuff or anything? I haven't yet? gotten into YouTube because yeah. I feel like it's a you big video, time. you got to do video kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of set up for it and I probably just need to just hit record and not worry about editing. Yeah. Just, just throw it out, it out there. Because everybody tells me like, as soon as you go on YouTube, your downloads like double. Yeah, just because, like, honestly, for me, I mean, I started listening some on Spotify, but usually it's just YouTube. I just, oh, really? Yeah, I listen to, yeah, I like all the Fighter and the Kid and, and oh. Joe Rogan podcasts yeah. and all those yeah. other podcasts, and I just put my headpiece. I don't watch the video, but I just play it sure. through YouTube, just sure. usually easier because they have so many. They do. Yeah. Um, I So what are some other podcasts you listen to? You got Fighter and Kid, Joe Rogan? Uh, a lot of uh comedic ones oh yeah I, I love like anything that just makes me laugh you okay, know so, so i listen to all like the comedy like uh i listen to the tiger belly which is bobby lee okay you remember bobby uh-huh. lee from mad tv uh-huh. and all that i listen to tom segura uh, oh, yeah. theo vaughn all the those That's comedians yeah. they all kind of hang out to so yeah. I started like, oh, he has one. Let me listen to him. Let me, you know. Oh, so it, that's like that's how why spread. that's how yeah. why YouTube probably yeah. helps too, is because yeah. it like recommends yep. the next video yeah. and it shows them being interviewed by I theirs see, on their, and that's uh, how it all started. Yeah, maybe I do need to jump yeah. on. I th- I think it would help. Yeah. yeah. So I listen to like my my main uh, podcast that I listen to is the Wanted podcast, Wanted, which is totally left field (laughs) yeah so it's like bounty hunters oh really yeah but they're absolutely hilarious yeah and as a pastor i can't recommend it yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) because because their language is uh next level but yeah but um so i also do private investigation and like executive protection and like i'm into like private security cool so um that part of my my life kind of plays into and I can. They're just funny. They're, yeah. They're just. It's like it's, me too. Like it's real I, stories, yeah. but the stories are so wild, and and they're like in the South. Oh, cool. So like they're they're wild stories. Wild story, yeah, right? are a yeah. little bit wilder. So yeah. uh, it's just it's funny, and they're yeah. entertaining, and you can kind of like like I listen when I'm like doing dishes or yeah. mowing the grass. Same or thing. Something. Like any chores my wife's I've, got me doing, I'm like I, I actually got it on almost my almost don't mind it so much because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can like, exactly like that. that's, exa- that's how too. I get it's through so it bad. too. That's exactly the, what I do. Yeah. I just stick it on and oh, you need me to do this. Okay. Yeah, I got no that. Problem. I go no to the store. Okay. I got, <laughs> no and I'm doing the same thing. So that's why I listen to those comedic ones. Yeah. Cause they just have me laughing. And, and if and you again, miss something, yeah. it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You missed a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the worst thing. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead, we'll get started, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself, who you are, your martial arts background, what you're into now, all that kind of stuff. All right, well, my name is Tom Poey, and I've uh, been doing martial arts pretty much my whole life. Yeah. You know, I'm going on 34 years in martial arts, so 
probably started when I was about seven years old. And, uh, yeah, been running martial arts schools since I was 17. Yeah, I took over a, a martial arts school at the age of 17. Dang. And just been doing that and doing some side jobs to kind of maintain what I had to do. But 17, I took over a, a martial arts school, a owner of a school needed an instructor. And I, and I just happened to graduate high school a month before, and I was like, like I'll done. do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yep, I was the highest rank at the time at the school, mm-hmm. and the other instructor left, and I just I took over. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of started my martial art teaching career. Right. And uh, so, yeah, over 20 years uh, teaching, 25 almost now, doing teaching the martial arts itself. But it started in traditional martial arts, and as I got into teenage years, got into kickboxing, got into boxing, mm-hmm. uh, went started fighting amateur, and eventually turned professional kickboxer and boxer, and did that for you know fighting wise about fifteen years worth of fighting, and mm-hmm. then um, won a couple of United States titles, a couple of Virginia State titles, ranked number three in the world as a kickboxer as a professional for a little while. Yeah, did that for a long time and then got busy with life and business and yeah. family and, yeah. and retired a little early. You know, I yeah. probably could have fought a few more years, but just got too busy with everything else. I couldn't train on that that top level that Dude, I needed I get to train. It. I get it, man. So I think I've told you this before, but I I watched you on TV long before I ever met you. Really? Yeah. I so. think I think you did tell me. I think we were at a blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, of all places. <laughs> And I remember you telling me because you guys were shooting or getting ready to do the documentary or yeah, something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember us meet, meeting then, too. I know we met prior to that. Yeah, one I had time. like a fanboy moment. Yeah. It was and, actually and then, at a Home Depot. Was it? Yeah, you. Yeah, because you were I, at a Home Depot, and I was like, "Babe, that's Tom Poe." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, babe, yeah. babe. She was like, "Are you gonna go say something?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'll do it because that's just kind of my personality. Cool. I've never really met a stranger. Yeah, yeah. So then I like. I don't even know if you remember that moment, but I don't know like, about the. Cool I just remember. I feel like we ran into each other at a blockbuster, probably right, uh, right on Holland Road. I, that was the only really blockbuster I remember, besides you know. So, <laughs> and I remember uh, us running into each other again, and they were doing the documentary or getting ready to do it for you, yeah, with all that. And uh, I was like, man, that's awesome, yeah. And that's kind of <laughs> how it all started there. <laughs> so, yeah. how was it like? Because you fought, what was that called? W- World Combat yeah. League. Yeah. yeah. So the World Combat League, it was like, uh, you know, it was it was kind of weird, you know, it was like it a was, bowl. It was a bowl, yeah. So the sides were all slanted, kind of slick, and uh, they wanted you to just go. You know, they yeah. got they gave you three minutes to just go all out, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't want you backing up. <laughs> they wanted right. you just, you know, right. they would take points away if you were backing up, and yep. they just wanted you to fight. For three minutes, and then everyone they had different weight classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like four or five guys on a team, one female on each mm-hmm. team, and we had backup fighters. And uh, yeah, you just went all out. And if you didn't get knocked out, you came back and fought another round after everyone fought. You f- came back and fought again. Oh, shoot. And uh, it was cool experience, man. Got to meet Chuck Norris and and uh, <laughs> hang out with him. You That's know, cool, for that man. day. Yeah. yeah, first time I went, it was like Austin. Texas, so he was there, and um, he came around, met everyone, shook hands. Uh, then we went to eat after all the fighters went to eat at IHOP or something after, and he showed up. Yeah. Like, Chuck Norris here <laughs> at IHOP, so it's super cool, laid back guy, super nice guy. Yeah, and uh, and then 
I fought again my in Miami. Uh, I was on a starter on the New York team, mm-hmm. New York Clash, and uh, so yeah, it was a cool experience, man. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy that's stuff. Awesome. So, how do you like, um, like the fighting in a ring compared to fighting in the bowl? Do you have a fighting in the ring? I think it was way better. Way better. Yeah, it was yeah. really weird, you know, because you couldn't really prepare for the the slant yeah. and stuff so like and sometimes you didn't know you were there and next thing you know your foot's halfway like yeah, angled up yeah. on a 45 one foot's here <laughs> one foot's flat and you're like getting thrown punches at yeah. you know so it's that different. was a little tricky yeah, yeah yeah that was a little tricky and then uh th- you know they changed a bunch of rules with uh you know certain clinching and knees and the leg kicks and yeah. it was a mix you know i was just getting into all that towards the end of my career before uh-huh. that was all american style full contact kickboxing yeah. like you know basically full contact karate everything above the waist right you know kind of stuff so right. like yeah transitioning to that with the knees and the leg kicks and all that was all new too so yeah it was it was crazy yeah crazy yeah. experience but it was cool a lot of big fighters fighting back then you know like raymond right. daniels right. wonder boy stephen thompson they were all fighting on the world combat league you know um so it was cool, cool to hang out with all those guys and be a part of it. For the, the problem was it was um, competing with WC. Uh, what was it? The one that was on Spike and all them that UFC owned. Uh, WEC. Oh. oh yeah, with w- Uriah yeah. Faber yeah. and all that. Yeah. So that was just starting same time as World yeah. Combat League, and they were both what on the same time, show. Man. What a time to be it, alive! Yeah, and it was on, <laughs> it was on the same same yeah. network. Yeah. And they were just competing against each other, and the oh, MMA yeah. just kind of surpassed the kick, and they just couldn't hang. They yeah. tried to hang for a, a couple years, and it, it just was died fun. off. It was fun yeah. for spectators from yeah. my side. It was fun yeah. for me to watch. And But I can only imagine, too, um, like when I'm fighting, I tend – most of the time, I tend to like try to trap people up yeah. against the wall. I use yeah. like the wall or the corner yeah. as like the the third man, yeah. you know, like to grab yeah. the guy and get him stuck. Yeah. Especially because most of the guys I fight, I feel like they're all taller. Yeah. They're all longer. I was the same way. And so I like, short. I yeah. need that. I need that like wall. Yeah. To like break off his range yeah. so I can get in. Yeah. And uh, trap him. So, yeah, the bowl was fun because it was different, mm-hmm. but. Um, Imagine that was frustrating. It was. It was. And then, yeah, because I was the same way. Like, later in my career, first starting kickboxing, I was a kicker. You know, I was like Taekwondo background, so I was a flashy kicker. And then I got into boxing and started working on my hands, and I started getting really good at my liver shot. And that was like my my main weapon after a while. So when I fought in the WCL – I started getting more into the boxing and the liver punch, and that was like my mindset going in against uh, Jason Borelli, who was like seven-time world champion sport karate. Like yeah. him and Raymond Daniels yeah. were always like top-notch fighting each other and stuff. And I was like, I can't match this guy with his legs, yeah. especially where there's no ropes, and I can't. Right. So I'm just gonna have to try to get in there with my liver punch, and I just, you know, it was that night wasn't the best night because of that weird yeah. trying to figure that out with that liver punch you know and every time i got in close he just could slip away or he'd start driving knees and yeah. chain get my mindset off of it but i need to get good at a liver punch i've never like never dialed it in yeah. now i can like i can hit a switch kick yeah and the way i throw my switch kick is more of a karate style kick yeah. 
because I get it up faster. Yeah. And like it drives all my Muay Thai coaches yeah. nuts because because yeah. <laughs> I don't throw it like a yeah. like a Thai kick, yeah. you know, a round kick. I s- kind of snap with my instep. Yeah. And I can slap the liver, and I've dropped yeah. so many guys with it, yeah. but I've never been able to like get the hands. See with on. the. With the liver punch for me, the best way that I always seemed to work for me time and time again was uh, we kind of took it from like Mickey Ward Mm -hmm. uh, from his where head first, then body. So we would set it up with like a quick left hook to the head, Uh get him to raise the hand, and then dig under. So on the inside, instead of normally your one, two, and then left to the liver, we would throw one, two, three hook to the head, get him to bring that hand up, and then, boom, downstairs. So his touch explodes. I've gone, I've gone opposite, you know, touch the body, yeah. then go yeah, to the and head. Yeah, and then go up some. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so switching it, head, and then dig body. downstairs. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And nice. it's just the touch, just, just to get him to bring the hand up, <laughs> and then the second one is explodes. Dig it. Yeah, dig. Cool. So I really wanted you to talk, I mean, I want to talk martial arts, but I also really wanted you to talk about your son. Yeah. He has such a phenomenal story that I think everybody needs to hear. Yeah. Um, and I love to hear multiple times anyway, yeah, yeah, just yeah. because it's so yeah. incredible. So you've got this awesome son. How old is he now? He will be 10 Jeez, on January serious? 1st. Yeah, he was born on 1-1-11. Wow. Yeah, 1-1-11. So uh, he will be 10 years old on January 1st. And, yeah. and he's gone through a lot. Yep. He's uh, – so – he born one one eleven. Let August fifth of two thousand eleven would he would be almost seven months old, about seven yeah. months. Uh, we had a month prior went to the his pediatrician, mm-hmm. and my wife was really on top of something's not right. You right. know, we we would call his name, and he you know would look in our. Air, you know, towards us, but he wouldn't be looking directly at us. And we're right. like, is there something wrong with his vision? Or is he like, maybe we thought maybe autistic mm-hmm. of some sort, you know, yeah. and just not focusing or yeah. we didn't know. So we went to a pediatrician first time. They didn't really pick anything up. They said, everything seems fine. And we're like, so she brought him back again and Man, she just stayed consistent. Like something's wrong. And yeah. finally he turned off all the lights, got his, uh, his light and noticed that, uh, Maddox didn't have that red, like reflective, you mm-hmm. know, that you would see yeah. in a photo yeah. and things like that. Um, and that usually means that something's blocking, uh, his, uh, optic nerve, okay. like, you know, that, that little light and it's reflective. Um, so he's like, all right, you need to go to this, um, pediatric ophthalmologist in Norfolk. Um, so we went there and he was the one, it was August 5th and, uh, he told us that Maddox had nine tumors on on the oh nine man I tumors. didn't yeah I've heard the story but I didn't know yeah it was, I don't, nine tumors on the on the on the retina of his, of his eyes he had uh, three large tumors on his right eye and six smaller tumors on his oh, left eye that were blocking his vision and my wife was like is he gonna be okay and. And she, he's like, I can't tell you that right now, but I do want you to go to Will's Eye Hospital in Philadelphia. They are like the best in the uh-huh. country, in the world, you know, as one of the top wow. uh, doctors, Dr. Shields up there that um, specializes in this type of retinoblastoma cancer. Wow. 
So, so it was cancerous as it well. Was, it was yeah. Just, well, we were you know you ended up finding we out. we were finding out okay. yeah. So they sent us there that they, we had a, a we had an appointment at that that was a Friday. That Monday we were in Philly. Uh, we drove up to Philly to uh, see them, and they started doing all these tests and MRIs and all that stuff. And yeah, that's when we really found out what it was, and that he had to. Um, you know, they started telling us all the the stuff that you know he's going to have to do chemo and laser eye treatments and um, radiation and and the main goal was to save his life. Yeah. You know, they weren't so concerned about sa- saving, saving his, his vision sight, right yeah. now. Um, that they just wanted to make sure that the cancer wasn't spreading through the optic nerve to the brain. So we had to do MRI to make sure that it was all centralized in his eyes. Mm-hmm. So that was the first test. Um, so we got that result, MRI. Okay, everything is centralized in the eye. Okay, yeah. good. That's that's the first obstacle that we had to face. And then we started doing chemo, and within a month, the tumors had regressed to half the size within a month. It was like wow. crazy yeah. uh, first result. So we're blessed there. And then uh, so we went through his chemo treatments, and then – it was a battle with uh, seeds, like little uh, new cancer things oh, okay. uh, forming that they had to go in there and laser treatment. So he had over 30 laser treatments over a course of a three-year three year oh, span. And in that time, he also had a radiation plaque put on that right eye because that was the largest tumors. Uh-huh. Um, and that ended up being like six months or eight months later being – one of our scariest moments because there was a bunch of blood vessels uh, in his eye that were bursting and uh, causing, they said that it was going to cause tons of pain and that it would be to the point where it would be best to just remove his eye. Oh, shoot. And um, my wife wasn't having it. <laughs> my wife was like, <laughs> he's like, we, we're not going to do that now. I was like, we're going to go home. We're going to pray about it. Wow. And, uh, you know, we went home. They scheduled a, a follow-up three weeks later, uh-huh. and uh, on there said possible eye removal on the on the form, and my wife <laughs> refused to sign it. Wow. And um, so we went home. Uh, you know, we prayed. Uh, you know, we had a couple of crazy experiences happen while we were there at home yeah. praying. Um, and one of them is like a 700 club story. And yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if you've seen that little video, but it was like, we never watched 700 club. Yeah. I couldn't tell you, yeah. you know, anything much about it, but it just happened to be on that morning. Uh-huh. And, um, it's, uh, I forgot, honestly forgot his name. Um, but one of the hosts of the 700 club was doing a, um, you know, praying for certain people yeah. he'd have this uh, vision or something would come to him about he sees uh, someone that may need in in wow. vision of you know or might have a heart issue or something and they pray for that person well this in particular thing out of the blue he's like i'm sensing someone that's having uh problems with their right eye especially like blistering of the eyes and all that like detailed Jeez, stuff yeah, right yeah and we're just me and my wife are looking at each other or sitting in the living room like what's going on and he said <laughs> wanted to uh pray that everything oh, is going to be fine yeah 
and God's just letting you know that everything's going to be okay. Wow. And, um, and, and he asked to pray. And, of course, me and my wife got down. Max was just chilling, playing <laughs> with some toys. So we kind of yeah. went over them and prayed together, both yeah. of us. And it was just like this moment, just chills, you yeah. know, like, wow, I can't believe that just happened. And, yeah. and sure enough, uh, when we went back to follow-up appointment, my wife's again saying, we want to get checked. We're not, yeah. we're not doing the eye removal. And the doctor comes back after all the procedure done again, and he's like, and she's just in shock. And she's just like, I can't believe. Um, but you're right. I was like, all the uh, blood has is gone. Wow. The retina, it was like detached retina that it had flattened back out. Oh, my goodness. And it was almost like there was no sign of what was happening three weeks prior like it it's incredible yeah it was it was uh it was nuts those are those moments i think we we all have a few moments in life um especially as believers where we can't go back on our faith (laughs) you know like there's Mm -hmm. moments like i've had a few moments um i was in uh lima peru and i was like probably 17 years old or 17 18 years old somewhere around there and i was at a like an outdoor church service and my I was with another youth pastor there and we were talking in the back of the well it wasn't really a room but like in the back of our space mm-hmm. everybody's up at the front praying I had some stuff going on that we were talking and talking through and um, we're we're just talking praying and this old woman comes up and she's speaking Quechuan which I didn't understand I understood some Spanish yeah. but like she was like a tribal kind yeah. of woman from Peru. So we got a guy whose mom was like spoke the language. So he understood it. He came over, translated that she was having eye problems, that her eyes hurt and she could barely see. And she wanted us to pray for her. And like, she like chose me and my buddy Chris for, <laughs> for who knows why, yeah. but she chose us. And, um, we started praying and Chris, he was, you know, he's, older more much much more mature like like uh youth pastor and he's like all right we're gonna pray for a miracle yeah um really because this old this lady was old and yeah. we prayed for like a healing that's yeah. gonna take some years she might not make it yeah. so we needed a miracle that yeah. she was gonna experience right then yeah. and so we start, started praying for a miracle and the holy spirit uh was talking to me and was like i need you to pick up some dirt spit in it like jesus did and put it on her eyes and I was like, nope, not going to happen. Yeah. And so he told me again and just kept putting on my heart, you need to spit in the dirt, put it on her eyes, I'm going to heal her. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. I just, I literally can't do that. So then Chris is a big guy, like a roundish yeah. kind yeah. of a guy. And when, so when he started moving, I felt him moving and I kind of peeked, you know, to see what he was doing. And he was bent down on one knee, picking up dirt, spitting in it. He stood up, put it on her eyes and she was healed like in that moment. So like, uh, people can like from that moment on and before then, but especially from that moment on, I, there's no way anybody can convince me that God isn't real. Yeah. You just can't. Cause yeah. like I had this experience yeah. and I've had some since then, like woken up, this was years ago, woken up in the middle of the night. I don't wake up in the middle of the night except for my kid. Like, and at this time I didn't have a baby, Yeah. but I woke up in the middle of the night the Holy Spirit told me to text a guy that I didn't really know. He yeah. was a Facebook friend, but it was yeah. like I'd met him a couple times. Yeah. Text him, let him know that that um, 
that I'm there for him. Something like something along those lines. So yeah. I text him, dude, this isn't me normally, but I feel like the Holy Spirit's letting you just needs you to know. He wants you to know that, you know, he's there for you. He loves you. You know, you're never alone. Left it at that. Like months and months and months later, this guy texts or messages me back on Facebook. He's like, hey, man. Thanks so much for that. At that moment, I was getting arrested. <laughs> he was at a party and had done something. Somebody got hurt accidentally, and but he had to like pay a little price for it. And yeah. so it was just like those kinds of moments yeah. Yeah. that just go, man, I know what you're saying about God not being real, yeah. but what about my experiences yeah. with God like mm-hmm. actually being real? I know. So like – it's just that's an incredible story. So as yeah. a dad, though, I think a lot of times we focus on, like, how our wives are feeling, how our kids are feeling. Did how was Maddox through all of this? Maddox was, he was the champ. I mean, that's he, how they yeah, normally yeah, are, yeah, right? Yeah, I couldn't believe it because when it when I first got told in Norfolk on that Friday, I was angry. Yeah, you know, I was like, I was yelling at God. Sure, like, I I went outside. And I was crying, and I was just like, why are you doing this to him? Yeah. You know, like, I haven't, you know, like. Yeah. Why are you doing so, this yeah, to him? Yeah, why are you doing yeah, this to yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. And my so, wife, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I was, like, when I first did it. And then um, once we calmed down, you know, like, we were like, this is happening for a reason. You yeah. know, there's, we're, we're, yeah. something's going to, you know, we just got to trust that everything's going to be all right, you know, and. And it was a blessing, actually. It ended yeah. up being a blessing as far as, like, strengthening us mm-hmm. as a family, as uh, strengthening our faith in God. Yeah. I mean, so it ended up being, like, this totally, you know, 100% blessing. Um, yeah. And and Maddox, you know, he was just a, a champ. Yeah. You know, he, was, he, was, he just went through it like, you know, it was just Kids are way more durable, yeah. both, like— yeah. I feel like they're way more durable physically and even emotionally than yeah. we give them credit yeah. for. You yeah. know, um, so as a dad though, how did you? How were you able to deal with like all that stress? And family, honestly, yeah. uh, you know, it was like me and my wife. Uh, I always say like the yin and the yang. Yeah, you know, yeah. like when she, whenever I was weak she was strong yep. and, and vice versa because yeah. there was days where I was just broken, yeah, you know, and I'm imagine. just like, I can't, how are we going to do this? You know, and how, mm-hmm. you know, and then she would have that strength that I needed to talk me out, of, you know, yeah. you know, get me back to where I need to be with my focus and what I need to be praying and thinking about yeah. and, uh, that mindset. And, and then there's other days where she was the one that was yeah. just having a bad day. And I just would, somehow be that positive thing that she needed you know and uh-huh. uh and i'm sure that was uh god you know helping us and giving us the that you know that wisdom that mm-hmm. that we needed and what what to say to uh get us out of that that funk you know yeah. so uh so yeah that was that was it just uh you know that learning and then like those little obstacles whenever we would overcome one of those obstacles, you know, it was just like, man, you know, yeah. you know we can do this, yeah. you know, we can get through this. Yeah. And, uh, and we did. And we, and, and that last obstacle was that, that radiation thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I was just like, man, of all things, we just went 
you know, two and a half years of this and got this far. And then all of a sudden now these side effects are, are doing Mm -hmm. this. And now the, the battle to keep his eyes and keep his vision, um, was going to get taken away, you know, all that hard work and all that. And, but then, you know, God did that miracle. How's Matt, how's Maddox now? Now he's doing great. You know, he, uh, his last exam, he was like 20, 40 vision. Oh, almost 20. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. 20, 50 vision. He's got better. Eyes yeah. 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 Me. Yeah. I mean, he has, he wears glasses. He wears glasses, but yeah, I'm at 2100. Really? So, yeah. 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 So, so I mean, I mean, he has, vi- he has vision. Uh, he has great vision. Um, that's st- incredible. Yeah. 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 So Dude. We, can, we cannot be more, more blessed oh, in that situation. Cow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I was I was honestly expecting like yeah he can see of course he's I mean yeah. there's like some shadows yeah you know, like... I mean he has issues with his the right one was the one with the radiation all yeah. that so there's a lot of sure. uh, other things like now he's developed a uh, a cataracts that uh-huh. now that's the next thing we've been but the doctor it. was saying because of all the stuff that's already happened and he's having you know his right eye is the worst of the two like his left eye is like his main vision his right eye he has issues with uh here and there and we have to get uh checked quite often on his yeah. right eye um but now it's the cataracts but they don't want to mess with it right now they just said you know with everything that he's gone through and all the stuff and the radiation mm-hmm. all that so there's there's kind of monitoring it right now but yeah. but yeah his left eye you know 20 40 20 50 vision out of there so He's got such like a huge testimony already. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a huge story that like, yeah. man, already knowing that that God like is real, yeah. <laughs> you know, and prayer, yeah. prayer yeah. works. Yep. And yep. I know like I've struggled in the past with, like I told you, I've for a long time time I've known that God is real, and I you yeah. can't go back on that. But I've struggled in the past knowing that God is good. Yeah. You know, because like going, Things walking through, yeah, yeah walking mm-hmm. through, like my my wife and I, we struggle with infertility yep. and not being able to have a kid for just about 10 years, mm-hmm. trying and like having all of the the negative pregnancy tests and then especially being a youth pastor. And a lot of people don't catch this part of the story, but working with teenagers who get pregnant, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then I shake my fist at the, at the sky and I'm like, you know, I've. I've always done everything right, you know. I've only ever had sex with my wife, <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. like me and her. That's it. And yeah. we've always done everything right. And then we've got these kids, all these kids, like not even just one or two, but multiple kids that have come through. Mm-hmm. And like even considering working in the schools and like all these kids, I've literally had kids say, "Coach, um, my my girlfriend's pregnant. If we keep it, do you want it?" <laughs> and like yeah. having to deal with those. Yeah. And then like we almost have have like adopted a few yeah. times and then the adoption just like gets pulled yeah. out from underneath us. So I've had these moments um, where I've wondered if God is good, yeah. even though I yeah. know he's real. So how would you, what would you to tell, tell somebody that's might be going through like, I'm going through some stuff. I don't know if I know God is good. I don't know. if I know God is real, but I don't know if he's good because of my situation. Yeah. Would you, what would you be able to tell him knowing that you've, what you've gone through and coming on the other back end of it, saying, you know what, God really is good. You know, what kind of advice or... Yeah, I mean, how would you speak main to that? thing is, I feel like, 
even with the circ circumstance that he had given us with with our son Maddox being so little and having to go through all that um you know i i feel like he has a plan whether we we uh whether we know it or want to believe the, the plan is the right plan yeah. i feel like he, in the long run he has a plan for everybody and uh and i i feel that's the main thing is just knowing that that he's got a plan he's got you just got to yeah. stay truth you know and and try to uh, you know just got to believe yeah got to believe that trust you know, thing is that big. trust trust is big for sure because you know there was there's plenty of times where I, I've <laughs> doubted certain yeah, things, especially sure. early on, and sure. then, and then after a while, then I didn't uh, have to uh, doubt it so much yeah. no more. And I was like, yeah, it's it's you know it's, it's gonna that, be all right. We'll figure it out. It's gonna. It's that whole Proverbs yeah. uh, uh, three five: Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, yeah. and all your ways acknowledge Him. He's gonna make your path straight. Yeah. And that's like, tough. That's it's tough to do. When it's you're tough in the to middle. do. Yeah. When you're, and I think that's true too. Is like, in order to learn to trust God, you have to go through some hard times. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. why do you need to trust Him? Exactly. You don't have to trust Him unless you go through some stuff. Exactly. And I think that's that's the the main reason, um, you know, what had happened because before, prior to that, you know, I didn't have to lean yeah. on Him for for much. I mean, yeah. there's little things here and there, but nothing like that. Nothing that would change my life forever. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it, and it has, you know, it's definitely, um, strengthened me as far as my faith again, but also just in life in general, just to look at, at don't take anything for granted, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. live in the moment, you know, exactly. and then, and admire everything that, yeah. uh, you know, that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good, man. I love that story. I love listening to it. That's why I wanted to get you on this podcast, yeah. man, yeah. and let everybody else hear. So what else do you guys have going on? I know your wife wrote a book. I've she got did. a copy yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she, um, she's been working on that book four or five years, Jeez. and she did all the – the writing, the illustrations. I mean, she just – we, we self-published, so you know, everything from wow. front to – back she you know wow. she did and um and it's basically maddox's uh you know story a story about miracles that's cool. basically and and how um but children you know something good for the for to kind of explaining to children uh -huh. but also great story for the parents to read yeah. and also there's a lot of hidden inspirational yeah, stuff in there um and just basically you know uh recipe of a miracle you know yeah. like how to, how to what you have to, you know, the mindset that you have to be in yeah. and, and, and believe uh, to make it happen kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. My daughter, she's uh, three. Three. And yeah. so she likes looking at the pictures because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're bright. Yeah. And they're bright, yeah. She loves yeah. it. She really loves yeah. it. Yeah. So how do people, if, if somebody wants a book, how do they uh, so, um, get one? She can, you know, mainly our website, the HigherVisionStudios.com website, okay. there is a, a way to purchase the books and we'll mail them right out to them. Um, so HigherVisionStudios.com. Cool. Um, that's you know everything for the Shine Time Foundation and and then right. uh, the Magic Maker the book is all on. Yeah, there we should. We there. haven't yeah. even talked about Shine Time. Shine Time, yeah, yeah. Shine yeah. Time's cool. Yeah, Shine, Shine Time's, Time's also really something cool. that we did. Um, started a couple years after Maddox. Uh, you know, we we saw these other. Uh, 
nonprofit like charity things that helped us when we were going right. through some stuff and uh like rock solid foundation they build a uh, playground for Maddox. Yeah. And then, That's um, cool, man. years later, make a wish, uh, did a wish for Maddox. And we also got a, like a giant pirate boat built on our, on a property, like a, you know, one of those oh, toy yeah. ships. Cool. And, um, you know, cause he was big into pirates at the time. We're like, Oh, that'd be awesome. That's he can go so out there and play. Awesome. So, um, so we're like, ah, what can we do? So we started doing these, uh, special events like parties, for children battling cancer or it it started as children going through what Maddox did with yeah. cancer treatments or you know having e- either battling it or currently battling it or beating it and yeah. stuff and we put on these big parties at our studio you know with bounce houses uh-huh. and uh characters and ch- uh catering and everything like that um but then we started getting into like just children in general that had traumatic something traumatic happened in their life, whether they lost a parent so or, um, you know, uh, foster children that are in foster care and, and things yeah. like that. Um, we started giving out scholarships to our, you know, we run a, a fun martial arts and ninja warrior. Yeah, dude. Obstacle, the ninja warrior yeah, yeah, yeah. obstacle course is yeah, something yeah. that I want to come. Yeah, into. yeah. So we do we do a big ninja warrior <laughs> training obstacle courses. Yeah, so cool. So the kids love that. So we have summer camps and all that stuff. So. Uh, you know, every year we give a certain amount of scholarships, like a year membership That's to so our, amazing. and it's usually someone like that where it's a, a child in need of some sort, yeah. whether it's a foster child or um, someone who's battled cancer or lost a, a, a parent, yeah. you know, at a young age. And it's just something to kind of get their mind off and let them have a little fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, it goes, child, so, so. it goes so far. Yeah. Like it pays massive dividends. Yeah in the long game of life, yeah, you know, yeah. like just those big moments. Yeah. Um, those are what like really show up in memory, you know, yeah. and like just, man, letting a kid know that they're cared about, yeah. that somebody even just, you know, validating their pain, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going through crap right now yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it really sucks. And, but you know what? We're going to do this now. Yeah. We're going to do a ninja Yep. Ninja uh, obstacle course or something. They're yep. like, I know you guys have. Can you do like some kind of Disney theme something? Yeah, we've done that for everything. Nelson like, came it, out as like a s- superhero. Yeah, pretty much everything. Like we've uh, we've used to do these fun fights, you know. Yep. And uh, one year we did it all. It was around Christmas, so we did like santa claus versus oh, the grinch yeah, 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 yeah. and we had two of our fighters dress up as if santa and the grinch a santa and we did or a, yeah i've got a grinch costume oh, cool and yeah. santa costume. yeah 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 we, <laughs> we, got, we have them too yeah yeah and we did that we did love it. uh nelson was superman and he uh fought one of my other students as batman yeah. superman yeah, and so we cool. had some weird matchups I, mean, I did a blindfold kickboxing match against somebody I'll volunteer um, people so, too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So we did all we did all that. Plus, we also did princess stuff like for little girls yeah. that were going through some stuff. So all my wife's uh, friends dressed up as different princess characters, yeah. and Nelson was uh, Prince Charming, yeah. and you know, and the, yeah. he, you know, and we did all that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, so cool, so. man. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's cool and like refreshing when like you know God does something good for people mm-hmm. and i don't know how i don't know how god could do good like big good like miracle good for somebody and then that good th- those people not want to like yeah. just overflow goodness yeah 
you know, um, I don't see how that can happen, or, or even if it does happen. Yeah. I'm not even sure it does, but, I mean, it's just so evident. I think that's the, the what I'm getting at, too, is that the goodness of God is evident when it pours out of our lives mm-hmm. as well. You know, what goes into our lives ends up pouring out, and that's what's happening with, you know, just even with the book, just teaching kids about, yeah. like, that miracles are real. It's yeah. not, like, it's not magic. Yeah. like yeah. fairy dust and stuff yeah. Yeah. but god is real and miracles still yeah. happen and um then just with the shine time yeah um that's you know i fought for shine time yeah a yeah, times, yeah 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 and i mean i love it because yeah. win lose or draw and those kinds of events yeah. you don't lose ever no, no, even if you no, lose no. we just raise money to yeah. like change some kids life yeah. you know yeah. like it might even be the nudge that yeah. they need like they're going like their life is down like a wrong trajectory yep. and they just need somebody to bump them yep. and get them on the right, yeah. the right path. And that's yeah. what those, that's what those things are doing. I don't know. So, I mean, I couldn't say enough good things about what you're doing, like with higher vision and like everything that you're doing. is amazing. It's really yeah. great stuff. And that was the, the higher vision. Same thing. That was all Maddox. You know, before that it was Poe's martial arts and my I wife remember. ran a dance studio yep. and, uh, after he got diagnosed, he's like, we need to go, you know, once our, like, the, we got through all the really h- scheduled hard times uh-huh. uh, with the chemo and all that. And we're like, man, we need to, we need to go a different way. And then that's when higher vision, you know, higher purpose, that's so you cool. know, is all tailored in there to kind of give parents and children and everyone just a, a great atmosphere to be. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, teach them something about. Yeah faith and yeah and healing that's awesome so. so before we sign off i have some rapid questions okay it's kind of part of the the um way we do this show okay all right power rangers or ninja turtles ninja turtles oh that was easy that wasn't even a question yeah ninja turtles do you I, have a favorite ninja up, turtle uh donatello me too yeah um favorite martial arts movie Oh, uh, just one. You can throw out a few. Bloodsport. Oh yes. Jean Claude Bloodsport. Yes. Um, Bloodsport. Uh, best of the best. Oh yeah, of the, course. The first. Uh, yeah. The first one. I remember, yeah, I remember. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, th- those two are probably martial art movie wise. Yeah. I-, I love Rocky movies, of yeah, course. Yeah, those those count yeah, okay, for me, okay. like wrestling, yeah, boxing, yeah, 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 all yeah. that kind so of. So Rocky movies, and then best best of the best, and Bloodsport would probably be my top favorite ones. Nice. Yeah. Um, do you have an all time favorite fighter? Um, I've met him a few times. Bill Superfoot Wallace, a oh, kickboxer. Okay. Uh, cool the original one of the original first american kickboxing full contact karate yeah. world champions cool. uh, one of the nicest guys funniest guys you'll ever yeah. meet he's still kicking still can drop down splits really you know? yeah and uh you know he's hilarious but I, i've met him t- uh two or three times he's been to my house we you know i brought him in for a seminar in the past but uh, i would say he's probably one of my i wanted to be like him when I first got into kickboxing, because his his front leg kicks were just one of the, some of the fastest uh, I've ever seen, yeah. and uh, so I, I kind of Im- tried to emulate him when I was younger. Yeah, so I would say Bill Superfoot Wallace. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite hometown restaurant? Favorite hometown restaurant. I love 
Well, I'm a, I've been a vegetarian for since Maddox was like once he got we you know, my wife has always kind of been vegetarian most yeah. of her life, um, but I was I was a big <laughs> meat yeah. eater yeah. most of my life, yeah. and then uh, you know when Maddox we st- we Maddox was on a very strict you know nutritional no sugars if yeah, anything yeah. and a lot of vegetables a lot of juices you know you know different types yeah. of stuff and um so i started doing about eight years now vegetarian um still eat you know dairy and stuff like yeah. that but um so i would say i love chinese food though but it's but more like vegetable fried rice sure. it would be my go-to okay. um thing so i would say i don't have i you don't have a favorite one. I like, uh, locally, I guess I would say um, Mexican, like Jose Tequilas or someplace okay. like that, you know, because well, I can get Chinese like bean, food, yeah. yeah, I love Chinese food, but I, I can get like bean burritos or yeah. bean something, you know, rice and beans and stuff. Yeah. We got a good yeah. uh, Chinese food place just down the street. Really? My Zen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm usually vegetable fried. fried rice or broccoli with garlic sauce on there. So like, uh, I eat General Sauce chicken. Yeah, probably yeah. terrible for me. No, what I tr- I used to. Uh, that's all I used to I eat. I like the spice. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to that's kick, all I used I wanted, to eat. Yeah. I wanted to kick me in the throat. Yeah, yeah, that's all I used to eat. Like I said before that, that's all I eat all the time. Yeah. Our one last question. This one stumps everybody, but something that you're learning currently, or something you've recently learned. Anything about anything. Man. I know. Everybody has to like take a big deep breath and when I'm currently learning. I'm uh hmm. it doesn't even have to be like book smart. Yeah. It can be something about yourself, relationships, fatherhood, anything along those lines which yeah. I added you to that group, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Savage yeah, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, I'd, I mean Two things, I guess. I've learned over the years love of nature a lot more than I used to. Like okay. as I've gotten older. Yeah. Like I've been working on my my garden in the front That's yard cool. and like building uh, little ponds and water and yeah. birds. Where me and my wife have become big uh, bird watchers lately. <laughs> it's like something <laughs> I would never have. Uh, you know before even thought of and now all of a sudden i could sit out there and just watch birds you know for hours and it's kind of weird that and uh and then just uh and i've been working so much ever since covid you know Uh when they they shut us down for a while but once we got back open another blessing was uh it just so happened that our summer camp started like a week after they cool. op- let us open, so cool. that helped us get through the summer, sure. and then we had we've had some g- good fall registrations. But uh, just need to you know learn learning to now figure. I need to get that more time, family time. Yeah, you know, trying to yeah. trying to do the whole balancing of the family. You yeah. know, I got five five kids. Dang, I didn't know you had five. Five, kids. yeah, four boys and one girl. Yeah, so I have. Uh, I have two stepsons. Uh-huh. I have a son from a previous marriage, and then we got the Maddox nice. and Kyla together. Yeah, me and my wife. So five total. Uh-huh. Um, so just trying to—that's always been a a struggle that I'm learning. Yeah. How to you know because I have Alex, you know, who's my son from a previous marriage, uh-huh. and having to you know, coordinate time spent, and then my stepsons, and then. The two little ones, yeah. you know, I got three older teenage boys. Seven, uh, one's getting ready to be seventeen, yeah, the other sixteen, fifteen, crazy. and then I got 
my Maddox, who's nine and uh, into, you know, just certain things. And, and then I got my princess, yeah. Kyla, yeah. who's five, who's like runs all of us, you yeah. know, she's like runs us. And uh, I, I get it. Man. Yeah. So, I gotta, and I, your, your little I daughter, I know everything little, yeah. re- revolves around her. She, and yeah, she yeah, definitely yeah. thinks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's, yeah. And that's, she definitely and that's my daughter. My daughter, Kyla, that. runs yeah. us, you know, yeah. and like whatever she wants. And yeah. daddy's got to get it for her. <laughs> so, so just trying yeah, to get it. figure all that and out. You've got a lot uh, yeah. of balance just because, like, I mean, as a dad of one three-year-old, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Like, because yeah. as soon as I figure, I feel like I figured her out, she changes. But, like, you're you're doing that times five yeah. because, like, you're, you're fathering – a five-year-old yeah. girl and then like teenage boys. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Those. Yeah, that, that's are, weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's you know, because now it's like that. That time where the, you know they're not wanting to hang with you, yeah. but you're wanting yeah. to. You know, yeah. I've noticed that too with my dad. You know, you know he t- still calls me every day, and I know it's just he just wants to talk to somebody. Yeah, and like you know, so now I'm trying to do that. My boys trying to call, yeah. like talk to my yeah. son Alex, yeah. and it's like. You know, he he's like, yeah, I'm just playing video games. You know, yeah. I'm just doing this, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. or I'm just out with my friend or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's tough figuring all that out. But I guess uh, just, keep just go with the flow. Yeah, I think like the yeah. whole with the whole fatherhood thing, like, it's all in the attempt. Like, I think most of the time, kids, kids see that you tried. Yeah, they don't need us to be perfect. Yeah. They just need us to attempt. They need yeah. us to be there, and they need us to try. Yeah. And if they see those two things, they can most for the most part they look past a lot of our like failures. Yeah. You know, as long as we're there and we're trying, there it's solid. Yeah. Know? So yeah. Hey, thanks for being on, man. Thanks for the conversation. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, this was a solid. This was so good. Cool. Good cool, stories. Cool. Awesome. Any, anything you want to like finish off with? How people can contact you? Anybody in Hampton Roads that? wants to uh, join your school easiest way is highervisionstudios.com yep you can find uh our martial arts our ninja warrior we do the best birthday parties they really hampton roads i'm telling you that's an unbiased opinion i've seen all the pictures yeah i mean you can ask anyone who's had a party with us uh we do private parties only it's just you and your guests you're not sharing the place with anyone else I run all the activities from Ninja Course, Hamster Wheels, Bounce House, Glow in the Dark, Nerf Wars, and Snowball Fights. All and we do it all in two hours, Dude, man. I'm about we to pack bring it. My youth group over. Yeah, to we yeah, totally That'd bring them, cool. man. We can we can we set up cool. a time and they can come over. And we, I tell you, it would be the best time. Guarantee. Uh, HigherVisionStudios.com. My mind just went. Yeah, we're gonna That's do awesome. that. Yeah, for we're sure. All right, man. Thanks cool. a lot. All right, appreciate Bye. it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Saved and Savage podcast. We actually mentioned the Savage Dads Facebook group in that conversation, which is brand new. It's a group just for dads who are just not, they're not willing to be good at fatherhood when we really have to be great. So we're calling it the Savage Dads Facebook group because we are attacking fatherhood with savagery we're de- we're determined to be great we're determined to make great memories we're determined to really represent our heavenly father to our kids here on earth so if you want to be a part of that group 
give me a message. Send me a, a DM on Instagram at saved and savage, no dots or underscores. If you have not already rated or reviewed our podcast on Apple, please take a couple minutes to give us some stars, give us a little review. I really appreciate it. It'll help us in the algorithm. Now, as we always sign off, I just want to remind you guys to be blessed and stay savage.